Hey guys, it's James Cox at the Martial Arts Lifestyle, and we are in episode number 21. 21, the legal age episode is about to kick off. Today I have with me special guest Tommy Presley. Thomas Presley. Seafood Presley. You have a lot of names, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes people ask for, I don't know if it's Tommy, Thomas, Sifu, a lot of different things. But uh, he's going to introduce himself, and we got some valuable things to talk about here today and uh, kind of get into some action. So, Tommy, you've worn a lot of hats. I mean, I, I, looking back, you started long ago as a parent, so yeah. your, your, your kids were enrolled in the class, and um, you sat on the sidelines, then you became a student, you started assisting and helping out with classes, and yeah. then you, okay. you came on as an instructor, you moved to program director, to manager, had a lot of different training, um, was a big part of the second location being built, and, um, you know, started there, right, as it continues to grow. And, man, you've traveled a lot with me and in a lot of different uh, facets of martial arts and experiences that we've had. So, cool. It's all good stuff. Why don't you introduce yourself and kind of tell us your overall, like, your martial okay. arts journey? Uh, my name is Thomas Presley. I've been with Premier about 12 years now. Uh, I'm a third-degree black belt in Kajikimbo, second-degree in Premier International, first-degree in Krav Maga. Um, I enjoy doing martial arts. I started out uh, doing Kempo and Taekwondo, and uh, the instructor I had at that time ended up moving away. So I went to college, and then he came back in town. He's like, you need to get back into martial arts. What a waste. And then he gave me your name, and since then, everything else has been history. <laughs> yeah. That's good to get a referral from another martial arts school owner that you know, was locally. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. Nice. So... Um, what do you feel your benefits? I ask this question a lot because we're the martial arts lifestyle. So for your life, how has martial arts helped you? Not just the things we do in the karate school, on the mat, but the things that outside that you've seen um, success I it, with. I think it's helped out a lot. I mean, when I, when I first joined the school, I wasn't a very talkative person. I would just keep a blank face expression. Everybody always said, oh, he's mad. And I just didn't talk to nobody. I didn't engage people. And then over time, you know, I've gotten that confidence to talk to people. I've, uh, when I'm out in public, I'm talking to people about the school or, uh, you know, somebody has a bad situation going on. I, I can look at it from a martial arts perspective to tell them, you know, maybe try dealing with it like this. And I think it's helped uh, a lot of people, you know, especially myself, gain patience and stuff. Uh, I've passed those things on to my own children, uh, uh, my two boys, you know. They, I'm very proud of them and their accomplishments. Uh, my daughter, who is a first degree black belt under you, and she's, you know, she works really hard. She's demo team captain. She's on the fight team, and she's a full time dancer. And I think a lot of that comes from martial arts perseverance that she learned from when she was younger. She started out at three, and yeah, she's here and she trains and she loves it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I've seen her grow up. Uh, as we have so many of our students, we've seen them grow up through the martial arts and in the karate school. Uh, man, I've been doing this a long time. I have kids that were little kids and now I'm teaching their kids. And I have a couple of third generations yeah. that we have in our school of teaching grandkids. That's that's longevity or just being old, but that's crazy. Huh? <laughs> we're getting old. Yeah. So wear a lot of hats, right? You never know yeah. on a day if you come in and you're gonna be a, a martial arts instructor, a salesman, if you're going to handle, you know, HR type stuff, a complaint, if you're going to uh, fix a stopped up toilet, if you're going to become a counselor, 
man, so many different hats that are actually worn as a head instructor or somebody, you know, operating and, and managing a martial arts school. What do you think are your biggest challenges or surprises? Uh, I think the biggest surprises is, is, you know, like you said, sometimes when you walk through the door, you never know what hat you got to put on. Uh, you got a customer who's upset because they're, they didn't feel their kid is learning enough. And, and then you sit down, you got to point out to them, you know, when your kid first started, they were here. Now look at them now. They're confident. They walk through the door. They get upset if they can't go to martial arts that day, right down to dealing with someone who says, well, hey, I just don't, I don't feel like teaching today or something like that. And you're like, well, we don't have that option. You know, it's like you put it great in your earlier podcast when you said, you know, no matter what's going on, we have a responsibility to people. You know, the people come here, they take care of us, we take care of them. And it's up to us to continue their growth and make it to where they continue doing martial arts. And it could be achieve any little goal they have, uh, right down to sometimes just answering the phone and somebody saying, well, uh, I want to do martial arts, but I'm not sure if it's for me. And then, you know, talking to them and letting them see, you know, it's not what you see on TV. It's not a, it's, it's not a movie that you might have got a bad vibe from it's it's a real life thing and it can empower you and make you better yeah yeah wearing a lot of different hats being able to shift or change your mindset handle this handle that we have some busy um martial arts schools here and you know especially if certain things are going on maybe there's a big event a training seminar graduation oh, yeah. or whatever luckily now technology has helped but we can just re you know uh, send people to register online at certain events but there were times where, you know, we picture some of the crazy moments, right? There was times where a class was packed, and I mean, it was it was no spots more available. Uh, maybe what forty five people on the mat at once. Yes. And chairs were full, for, you know, and then you have a phone ringing off the hook. Again, just trying to think of things that I've dealt with. And then, uh, something happened with the plumbing, <laughs> and then someone comes in, and then you're like, oh, yeah, trying to handle all this. Here, but to here, keep here. composure <laughs> yeah. and just, just smile through it, say, I got this. You know, yeah. I've seen you do that. And um, that's good. You know, it comes from the time and the experience and just to be able to handle it. Even though, like what you were saying, man, we might have other things that we're dealing with. Makes me think of that whole analogy of, you know, when you go into work or when you go into a situation where it's important and at that time, at that moment, that priority is all that really should matter. So that's kind of being in the now, focusing on that moment at that time. So like before we walk into the uh, martial arts academy, you know, any problems or situations you may have outside, it's like you pack them up in a little a brown paper bag and you leave them at the door on the outside of the school. Yes. You come in and do your job. And when you leave, you pick that bag up and take it with you. Then you go handle those things, right? <laughs> yes, sir. But at the time, what matters is uh, what we're doing, you know, from teaching to the other things that are happening in, in the martial arts school. Yeah. Um, I talked uh, another episode with uh, Brendan Jimenez. You guys you guys are sidekicks, Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. A little bit <laughs> together. You guys have um, done well on teamwork. You and Mr. Jimenez working together and, and making good things happen and covering the schools when I'm not here and everything else like that. Um, Brennan talked to us a little bit more about the kids that he teaches, the benefits and the value and, and what typically children can gain from martial arts and true life powerful experiences that he's had. So I'm going to switch it a little bit and kind of ask you more about the adults that train in martial arts. Yes, sir. What have you seen and what's the possibilities of someone else gaining? 
through an adult program. Oh, wow. I've, uh, over the years, I've seen many things. I've seen people uh, come through the door. Uh, I've, one of my favorite stories is I had an older gentleman come through the door and said, I want to do martial arts. And I said, okay. And uh, he started in our morning classes. And I said, well, what's your goal? And he said, my goal is to get physically fit enough to where I can finally take my wife on a true vacation. I'm always working. And I was like, all right. And he trained with this guy's purple belt. He ended up losing over 60 pounds. Um, he was an awesome martial artist. He was doing great. And his last day of class, he walks in and said, I accomplished my goal and I want to thank you. I got tickets to Italy and I'm finally taking my wife on our vacation. We've always wanted to go on. Nice, nice. And I remember I came to you because I was like, you know, I want this guy to continue. And you're like, he accomplished a goal. Everybody's goal's different. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, it, it's a proud moment. I still talk to him once in a while. It's a really cool guy. Uh, we've had people come in who want, are getting ready to go into military. Uh, there was a young lady she wanted to do private lessons because she wanted to get ready for basic training. And so I did several private lessons with her, and it was more formulated towards her being ready and prepared to go into the service. And uh, she's come back several times, and we've you know done private lessons here and there. She's now an active member of the Navy, and you know she'd tell me about her experience. You know, I took him. We had to do hand-to-hand combat, and I used what you taught me. And my instructor said, "Where'd you learn that?" And I said, "Oh, cool, thanks." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she ended up um, beating her instructor a little bit, and he was impressed by that. And I think that's because you know I've had great teachers over the years, and I've tried to take what I've learned and you know keep it and make it the best I can to pass it on to others to keep, you know, keep the Ford process going. Uh, for adults, I think adults come in here for several things. They come here for fitness. They come in here for confidence. Um, some of them come in because they might have had a bad life experience and they want to empower themselves and take their life back so they can have some control. Um, it's great when you're going someplace and you bump into students who say, man, see, I can't wait to see you in class and, you know, you're grocery shopping or, you know, they're like, hey, the other day, something you were talking about in class, I, it actually applied to me at work, and I want to thank you, and I appreciate that. And I, I think it is overall, it's just awesome. I would encourage every person to do martial arts. Uh, you know, the limit you put on yourself is what you put on. Sometimes you got to, you know, shush that voice up and say, all right, let's 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 try this. Let's do this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're right, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it is good, right, when we are able to get feedback and you know, let, let you know, man, that's what this is really about, to have, uh, to be grateful and, and and know that you're appreciated and that you made some differences because, you know, it happens to us, but we'll, at times uh, I'll get a random email, uh, you know, a, a message or run into someone. Sometimes I don't even remember who they are. Yeah, you feel bad. You so like, long hey, you. <laughs> try to figure it out, but will tell us such powerful stories like, you know, hey, I just wanted to thank you for the training. This helped me accomplish this in my life or that or people that are now professional athletes have students yes. that were students that went on to become professional athletes to, you know, just successful careers, doctors and attorneys and Definitely. be top of their class and be, you know, fit and uh, continue martial arts because they weren't, you know, they left Abilene but were able to continue and, you know, become um, even other other guys that became school owners and stuff. So that's, that's, awesome. that's always really powerful. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who I'm talking to because, you know, we – we're, we're, we used to be really big on the titles, like in our Kaji Kimball style, that they adapt more the, the Chinese uh, titles of like, you know, That's black weird. belt, you accomplish that, and you kind of have a title we call Seabok, or like a third degree typically, Sifu, Gong, Professor, Master, Grandmaster, all of this stuff, right? Yes, sir. You know, I'm pretty chill now. I get called a lot of things. You know, 
Yeah, you know, call it a lot of different things. <laughs> all good though, right? right? And I can kind of tell who I'm talking to by what they call me. Yes. Because I, uh, yeah, I remember how long, basically, I was a black belt, or how long I was a third degree. And I was called Sifu or Seagung or whatever. So if I, I run into someone in the mall and they're say Sifu. Now I don't even have to turn around, but I know, man, that's somebody from way back in the day. Because people don't call me that anymore. That was long ago, right? <laughs> oh. They said professor or way, way I think grandmaster. I get called GM a lot. It's like, I don't know. I I'm general manager, I guess. <laughs> that guy started the abbreviation. It, it was it was funny when I first said it because you looked at me and like, general manager, not grandmaster. I was like, you know, yeah. it, because I was in a hurry one day. I was like, all right, GM. I just <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. People can call me anything for the most part. I don't know about anything. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what we do. So the adults, man, yeah, that's good stories because you wouldn't think, a lot of people would not think those are the kind of benefits that you would get. Or that was a goal to join a martial arts school, to just feel good about yourself, to go on a vacation you've always wanted to yeah. go on, and to have the confidence and you know pride, right, um, and to accomplish that. So, Definitely. Yeah, the private lessons and the things that we're able to cater directly to someone's need and this a lot of times is with more uh, adult, realistic, hardcore training. I mean, because we do train hard. Oh, yeah. And um, there's some pros and cons in that, right? You know, I know yes, you've sir. gone through a lot, of, a lot of the hard training, and I tell you my war stories of, in my day, we did this and <laughs> that. You know, the style of the original, you know, uh, founders and first generations of, yes, of sir. this. I mean, these guys did have to kind of go through the real deal. To at least know what to teach, what works and what doesn't work, with resistance, with with real fighting yeah, or so. heavy level competition is where you can kind of gauge a lot of uh, how realistic and practical are your skills, right? So Definitely. From all this uh, realistic hard training, what what are some pros and cons or your thoughts on on like that? Because you can train too soft, we see that quite often. Yes. And you can train too hard, you know. Um, I always go back to what. You've always taught me, and other grandmasters have said to me, you got to find a balance. And it is a hard balance because you're going to have that group of people who are going to be hardcore, old school, you know, let's train hard. And I mean, we're sitting there, we're hidden. And then you get a person walking through a door, thinking about joining the martial arts dojo, and then they look over and they're like, oh man, these guys are sending each other across the room. And I don't want to go there. I mean, mm -hmm. and they'll walk out the door. And then you got the people who they, they come here, they want to learn the techniques. They understand they got to get hit a little bit, but in their eyes, you know, it might be too much because in their mind, they're going through the process of, I got to go to work, I got to go home, or they might be in, you know, they might be in a public place where, you know, oh, I got a bruise on me and somebody's going to think, you know, I went out going to fight or something. But by balance, I think, I think our school's really gotten good at about the balance thing, you know, understanding, okay, guys, these are the ranks here. We got to start them. Uh, I always use the analogy you told me a long time ago. You got bunnies and lions. We got to turn the bunnies into lions. So, you know, just help build each other up so that everybody can yeah. feel welcome. And don't match a lion with a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> never. See, never, see, never. That too. <laughs> yeah. Train hard, but train strong. I think balance is, is the key and the answer there, you know, because I've seen both extremes, you know. So it kind of, I guess, depends is what are your goals and what you're wanting to get out of that as well. Yes, sir. You know? Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, tell us more, I guess, about the different experiences from being a program director to being a, um, you know, an instructor to assistant to marketing, advertising. I mean, you, you've yes, done sir. pretty much all aspects of, of what it takes. Program program director to me is uh, you're like you're like a person who's taking someone on a beginning journey. You're showing them the values of your school. 
You're showing them the things that they can achieve and you're teaching these things to them, you know, beginning steps. You are the first step through the door to get them on that mat. You, you're teaching them some of the basics, some of the fundamentals, trying to get them to understand, you know, we're here to empower, we're here to build. And to me, program directing, it's awesome, it's good, because, you know, it makes it to where we can take care of uh, not just our school, but, you know, everyone who works for our school. We all do this for a living, and we're very grateful to the people who join our school. And, you know, they make it possible for us to have a living at doing this. Um, instructor, instructor uh, is awesome. I mean, that's all, that's all I did that for several, several years. And, you know, to sit here and look and see, all the different black belts from over the years. I mean, you know, some of them all the way back from, you know, 2009 to current, and you just sit back and you're like, wow, this is awesome, it's amazing. And uh, to be able to help those people, you might have had a kid who had a confidence problem, he was going to school, was being bullied, and then next thing you know, he comes up and tells you the story of, I actually stood my ground. Uh, one of my favorite stories to tell is, uh, he's one of our black belts now, and as he took and there was a kid he was being bullied I mean disabled kid and he walked up and he stood up to the bully and got between the bully and the kid and he sat there and he said you're not going to hit him anymore and he remembered a judo trip we had taught him and the kid swung at him and he tripped him and the principal sent a letter home to the parent and said you know I think it's amazing that martial arts has enabled him to want to help out others so much uh, I think that's one of the awesome parts of being instructors when you hear those great stories like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, assistance, you know, instructors can't do what we do without assistant instructors. I'll say that right now. You know, you learn a lot of values from that. I mean, I was your assistant instructor for years. And, to, you know, when it when it comes that time, I will tell you right now, you, it's it's very like, ah, when they're like, okay, you're, you're teaching a what? I remember my first class, I was nervous. I was like, I'm mm -hmm. teaching this? <laughs> okay. But, it, you know, you eventually, you take those steps and you, you feel great because you're actually helping people. No matter what stage you're at within the business, you know, each one of those positions is important and each one of those positions is what helps make everything successful. Right. All those separate pieces and parts that make the whole, like, puzzle pieces that make a good clear picture at the end but it definitely. definitely it definitely takes a team and we all need the training and and the, the continued education right and that's, yes, sir. that's a good thing that we have with Premier and with what we're doing is that we're able to continually grow and connect with the best minds and experiences in, in our industry and just continue to prove so it's nice that we live by the philosophies of empowering lives through quality martial arts and well, definitely being complete and well-rounded yeah well, that's good, uh, Sifu, Thomas, Tommy, Presley. <laughs> um, any other things to add or any, you know, uh, say you want to say to the um, audience? One thing I would tell the audience is never think that you can't do. Always believe in that you can. I mean, don't put a limitation. Just try it. I think if, I think if more, I think everybody should do martial arts. I really do. Um, one thing, I had my daughter ask me an interesting question the other day. She said, what's your ultimate goal, Dad? And I said, my ultimate goal is someday to become a grandmaster. And I said, and as long as I keep training and I get the, I have an awesome job where I get to train with some of the best martial artists from around the world. I was like, I'm going to achieve that goal. I said, and I hope that everyone, you know, achieves their goals that they set out for. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, setting that, setting that goal, having the vision and a, and a plan. So it's mapped out on how you can get there. So you, you're in the right place and have, 
have the things together. So it's just uh, time and effort, right? Patience. Yes, Patience. You know, pe people do need to have enough uh, courage, I think, to step out of that comfort zone and, and try the new things and then oh, with the right attitude and just continue to grow and, and learn. But Yes, sir. All right. Well, guys, I hope you got something out of this. Good talk, Mr. Presley. Thanks yes, for the time. And you know you have to check out our YouTube channel, James Cox Martial Arts. You'll find out a lot of good content, other videos, and we're putting new things on there all the time. So I think it'll be educational for you there as well as follow this podcast. All right, guys. Thanks. We'll see you next time.